Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Our vision should have just enough urgency to make it important. Hi, this is Keith Tusi. Welcome to Leadership in Context. Hey, we've been doing a couple podcasts on multifaceted leadership, uh, taking our text from 2 Timothy 2, 4, 5, and 6, where the Apostle Paul says, no soldier in active service entangles himself. In verse 5, he says, if anyone competes as an athlete. And then in verse 6, he says, the hardworking farmer ought to be the first to receive his share of the crops. And so we've taken those three illustrations to talk about being a multifaceted leader because obviously that's what the Apostle Paul was saying to Timothy. You're going to have to be part soldier, you're going to have to be part athlete, and you're going to have to be part farmer. And we talked about the soldier being the one who protects, the athlete being the one who inspires, and the farmer being the one who feeds. And today I want to talk to you about having a farmer's heart or having a, a farmer's tool in your belt, so to speak. We talked in the last podcast, and I think a little in the first one, about not just doing the things that we like to do, but understanding there are different times where we've got to pick up different tools and put on different hats to get the job done, not just stay in our famous or our favorite area of ministry. And the farmer certainly is a a vivid one. It's interesting to me that in any time, place, or culture, people would know what a farmer, an athlete, and a soldier were. So these illustrations are so incredibly uh, eternal, and they fit us today. So he says here that the hardworking farmer, notice how he describes the farmer. I mean, he doesn't say the hardworking soldier or the hardworking athlete, and we know they both really work hard. Uh, but he says, the hardworking farmer. Uh, what does that guy do? He ought to be the first to receive the share of his crops. So there's a basic principle here, and it applies in leadership, uh, that if you sow correctly, that you will reap correctly, that there's a hope of reaping what you're sowing into, but you've got to sow into it to reap it. It just doesn't automatically grow. What is the sowing in or the reaping? I believe he's talking about raising up leaders. And if we sow into raising up leaders, we'll reap leaders. Now think about a farmer. Uh, You know, a farmer throws a whole bunch of seed. Not all that seed takes. I mean, Jesus had 12 disciples and lost one of them, Judas. So we shouldn't let our failures in discipleship and trying to raise up leaders dictate. We've got to remember, there are, the farmers got to remember there are still people out there that are hungry. You and I have got to remember there are still people out there hungry, so we got to keep sowing seed. But when you think about a farmer, what do you think about? You think about somebody that understands processes, Right? A farmer understands cause and effect. A farmer understands a process. So that person, that farmer, they're going to have to know that at a certain time uh, in, in the season, 
They've got to put a certain seed in the ground and they've got to do it uh, a certain way. And he understands that process that as well, that he's got to go back and he's got to weed it and he's got to water it. If you're raising up leaders, you've got to water your leaders. You've got to weed your leaders. And then there's a time where you got to pick your leaders too so they just don't wilt on the vine and say, okay, I've been through all this leadership training. Now what happens to me? And we release them into doing something. So the farmer understands uh, the process. The farmer also understands seasons. You know, I always say this, that our vision ought to have just enough urgency about it to make it important. Because if it's, when I ever get around to it, it really isn't important. And when you understand seasons, you understand it's not when I get around to it. It's like you've got to strike while the iron are hot. And there are things in ministry, there are seasons in ministry where you've got to take advantage of what's happening at that moment. It's raining. You know, it's raining right now. There's a blessing. And we now's when we got to get out there and we got to plant the seed when it's raining. And we've got to pick the fruit while it's ripe. Uh, I think a lot of times in ministry, we have over-ripened fruit that has not been picked, that it's not been picked to use, it's not been put to use. And uh, that really can become discouraging to people that are trying to really develop their own leadership. When you think of a farmer, you think of, of, you know, one of the great biblical paradigms of the seed and the soil. The farmer understands the seed and the soil. He understands that you can have great soil, and if you don't cast the seed right, you won't get a crop. That you can have really good seed, and if you have bad soil, you won't get a crop. So the farmer understands both paradigms, and he's willing to work with both the seed, which of course is the word of God, and he's willing to work with the soil, which is the the hearts of people. It's it's their life, the soil. And that means that, you know, when you embrace somebody for leadership, that you're embracing the rocks and all. You're you're embracing the toxic soil that may be there. And you're willing to fertilize that, to strain it, to pull the rocks out of it, to work on it so that you can plant a seed rather than just indiscriminately cast seed and kind of hope something is going to happen. You know, a farmer is pretty confident that if he does things right, okay, that things are going to work out good. He's not out there digging up the seed to check if the seed is still there or if it's starting to germinate underground. Now, he needs God's blessing. He needs the sunshine, and he needs the rain. Uh, I understand that. That's not in his control. But he understands that if he does these things, if he plants right, if he weeds right, if he waters right, he will get a crop, okay? You know, the one thing that you could say about a farmer among many things, is the farmer is patient. He knows that there's a process that's happening underground and that 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 thing is going to come to pass in its due time. You know, just a few years ago, I started planting a garden. Never planted a garden. Always wanted to do it, and I started doing it. And this year particularly, I, I love tomatoes, so I had several different varieties of tomatoes planted. And you know, I go away on the weekends and I look at my garden on a Thursday night and I think, man, these tomato plants are getting big. And But I don't have any tomatoes. What's going on here, you know? And then I started getting a bunch of green tomatoes and they, they were like not turning red. But you know what? I just had two years experience. But I knew sooner or later, those tomatoes were going to turn red 
as long as I kept watering the plants. And then sure enough, one weekend I came home and I saw these red spots out of my garden. I went out and I took a bag and I had tomatoes. And then every couple of days I got there with a little bag and I get right now on my counter, I got a bag full of tomatoes. But you know, I, I had to be a patient. I had to trust the process of what God had designed the earth to yield forth its fruit. And being a leader maker and being a leader is is very much like that. A farmer is consistent. He's going to get out there, whether the, the weather's good or whether the weather's bad or whether it's warm or whether it's cold or whether it's sunny or whether it's raining, he's got certain chores he's going to do and he's going to make sure that they get done. He's not going to use his excuse to say, oh, you know, I can't do it today. A farmer understands that there are opportune times and that there are opportune seasons where he really needs to work and do what God has called him to do because people are depending on him feeding them. That's the end result is not just the work, but then what is grown being harvested and being released. So the farmer doesn't hang on to that and say, oh, that that tomato belongs to me. You know, that tomato is for somebody that needs a tomato. You know, that wheat is for somebody that, that needs a wheat. And he's going he's gonna to plant it and he's, he's going to do that again because that's what a farmer does. A farmer loves to feed people. He loves to see people spiritually nourished and spiritually grow in every way that they can. So God has called us to be a farmer, an athlete, and a soldier. What an incredible multifaceted vision God has given us there. I pray you really take that seriously. Maybe look at yourself and maybe categorize them. You know, what is my best? What ones do I need to work on? Where do I shine? Where do I need a little bit of work? But understand there's different seasons uh, that are critical to your leadership development and you developing other leaders. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Hey, thanks for sharing these minutes with me. Pass it on to somebody. Farmers are hardworking. They sow and expect to reap. They understand processes and seasons. They are patient and consistent. Farmers harvest and then release because they love to feed people. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.